0: How many steps do you take before you have foot pain? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with The Good Feet Store, and the truth is, the battle between our feet and the concrete or asphalt usually winds up with our feet losing. Studies show that about 75% of people will experience some kind of foot pain by middle age. I found that out a number of years ago with plantar fasciitis, and I tried to remedy it with shoes and drugstore cushions that didn't work. Finally, I went to The Good Feet Store, was personally fitted for arch supports, and I love them so much, I bought the store. Without a plan to protect and support your feet, it is likely you could one day be one of the millions living with chronic foot pain. Don't wait until pain demands that you visit us. Stop by the Good Feet Store today and let one of our trained arch support specialists fit you with your personal system of arch supports. The Good Feet Store is located in Fairfax, Leesburg, Rockville, Baltimore and Hunt Valley, and in Annapolis in the Annapolis Harbor Center. For more information, go to goodfeet.com.
1: Our first reading is from Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, draw your strength from the Lord and from his mighty power. Put on the armor of God, so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. For our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but with the principalities, and with the powers and the world rulers of this present darkness, with the evil spirits in the heavens. Therefore, put on the armor of God, that you may be able to resist on that evil day, and having done everything to hold your ground, so stand fast with your loins girded in truth, clothed with righteousness as a breastplate, and your feet shod in readiness for the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, hold faith as a shield to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and supplication, pray at every opportunity in the Spirit. To that end, be watchful with all perseverance and supplication for all the Holy Ones and also for me, that speech may be given me to open my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains so that I may have the courage to speak as I must. The word of the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, rock of my salvation. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for battle, my fingers for war, Blessed be the Lord, my rock and salvation. My mercy and my fortress, my stronghold, my deliverer, my shield in whom I trust, who subdues my people under me. Blessed be the Lord, my rock and salvation. O God, I will sing a new song to you with a ten-stringed lyre. I will chant your praise, you who give victory to the kings and deliver David, your servant from the evil sword. Blessed be the Lord, my God of salvation. Alleluia, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Alleluia alleluia, 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 alleluia. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Some Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Go away, leave this area, because Herod wants to kill you. Jesus replied, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and I perform healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I accomplish my purpose. Yet I must continue on my way today, tomorrow, and the following day, for it is impossible that a prophet should die outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those who sent you, How many times I yearned to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you were unwilling. Behold, your house will be abandoned, but I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. On a rainy day that this is, some possible later, more storms coming this way, people of the uh, coastal area down south suffering rain, hurricane, drownings, floods, even I heard of electrocution this morning. COVID rising in New Jersey again, and in Europe again. A beheading of two people in a cathedral in Nice, France, while they were at prayer. Another death with that incident as well. And the list can go on and on, can it? Evil is alive in the world. And make no bones about it. Evil is at odds with God. Evil represented by Satan, and as Paul talks about in his letter to the Ephesians, the heavenly powers, not angels, but the powers of evil. We don't talk about that much in typical Catholic conversation, but evil, and we have the sacrament of, of course of reconciliation that addresses evil, but evil is alive. And it's not just a an atmosphere. Evil is represented in our world by the prince of, of evil, prince of darkness, Satan. And it's he could be here. I don't know. When someone who is really good and trying to be better in his or her faith, the devil gets angry. The devil wants you. He wants to control you. And that's why We look at evil as a reality in our world and as it's it's filtered down in society. Where do you see the the power of Satan? Demonstrations in, in, in Brooklyn just last night. Demonstrations in Paris. Murder, bloodshed, COVID, natural disasters. All of these are signs of Satan in the world. They really are. Our scriptures are very clear on that. We sort of shy away from that and say, well, you know, evil spirits are like voodoo and all that. No, no, no. Evil spirits are alive and well. Our theology sets us forward with the idea that evil spirits began when those who were created by God, angels, refused to obey him. I will not serve. Said the most beautiful of the angels, according to tradition, light bearer, carrier of light his name was, and you and I know him as Lucifer. And through the centuries, various names have been attributed to Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub, the prince of lies, through the scriptures and through our history. It's the same person, if you can define a fallen angel as a person. Same individual with his followers, his minions. I say his, no gender. So evil is alive. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because besides what's going on in the news today, look at the scriptures today. Jesus is confronted by evil. And they tell him, the Pharisees, who sort of come across here as... We don't really like you, Jesus. We don't believe what you're saying, but we understand what you're doing, and some of what you're doing is good. So they warn him, go away from this area. Herod is is going to kill you. Eventually, you know the story. He's brought before Herod, brought before Pilate, and he's crucified. But before he goes, he tells the Pharisees, and he's telling us, this is the living word of God, I must continue my work. And it will be accomplished on the third day. Well, they didn't know. We know. His third day was his resurrection. And then he almost cries. You can see Jesus with a broken heart looking at the city of Jerusalem saying, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I wanted to grab you like a little hen grabs her brood and bring her brings them close to her. Jesus had a great love for his his hometown, his home country, Israel. He had a great love. And he often quoted the the Old Testament prophets. He said, you know, the time will come when you all say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now you and I reading this, and, and so Luke, as he wrote this, knew that that was said about Jesus as he processed into the gates of Jerusalem on that first Palm Sunday. Paul makes it very clear That evil is in the world. But we can't just acquiesce to it. We can't just say, okay, it's here. What do I do? Well, Paul tells us what to do. And he, in this beautiful, and he's probably in jail when he's doing this because he's sending these words to us because he is an ambassador in chains. So he's probably imprisoned and he's penning these words to his associate who sends us this letter. And he uses the metaphors of war, the metaphors of defense. And in a war, and maybe we never have war again, as Paul VI said the first visit he had to the UN, jamais la guerre, no more war. John Paul repeated that when he visited, no more war. And since then we've had wars. Not major international wars most recently, but we've had wars on our streets, in France, just the examples of today, and throughout the world, COVID. War against us, the evil trying to control us. So Paul is saying, listen, folks, let's use the tactics of the devil and put on the armor of Jesus Christ. Now, you couldn't get anything more clear than that. He's using instruments of war and warriors' clothing as a way of getting back at evil. So Paul is not saying, put your head in the, in the soil and, and pretend there is no devil. He, he's very aware. And it goes back into antiquity, into the scriptures, and even before the scriptures were composed that evil spirits were in the world, and some people worshiped evil spirits under various names. We know that, historically. And we know now, people are worshiping evil spirits now. There was a piece on television last night on one of these house fixer-up shows, um, and, the, the people who were going to fix up the house, you know, they, they tear it apart and they redecorate it and make it look beautiful. He, he says to the owner of the house, ooh, I, I, was, I was spooked out when I was looking at your collection of dolls. And she says, oh, they're my voodoo dolls. Some people collect rosaries. Some people collect crucifixes. I collect voodoo dolls. Now, what else do I need to say? There are people, and I don't know if it applies to her, but there are people who worship voodoo, who worship the devil. Now, that's, that's an exception in society, you might say, but it's not really, because the devil that they worship is busy at hand trying to control us, trying to get us, well, I mean, just look. Look how we are not as full as we should be. Staying home. Don't go to church. You don't need the Eucharist. You don't need to gather as a community of believers. Stay home. There's a pandemic out there. That's the devil. Oh, okay. Locally, it, it, it's passed on to our government, but that's, that's a different story. I don't want to necessarily say Cuomo or Murphy in, in New Jersey are instruments of the devil. But they're dealing with the ramifications of evil, the COVID virus. Where did it come from? The devil. Oh, yeah, you could say, well, it came from China and the, and, the, and the scientists from China. No, it came from Satan. Anything Satan can do to us to control us and keep us distanced from God. That's why we pray for people at the beginning of Mass, we, the, the, the recovery of Tracy, who's undergoing an operation, the repose of the soul of uh, Mr. and Mrs. Corrado, who died in an auto accident. We pray because the evil of the world, sickness, and anger and war is trying to control us. Paul's saying to us, okay, put on the armor of faith and stand firm against the principalities and powers and the rulers of this present darkness, the evil spirits. He acknowledged them and we acknowledge that they exist. And he's telling us, and you go back to medieval days, maybe even... Uh, antiquity put on the armor of god i've never worn a piece of armor a friend of mine had is having back surgery soon and they're recommending that when he finishes the surgery he has to have this protective brace and he showed me a picture of it the other day and it looks like a piece of armor goes on the front goes on the back Clamps up on the side, and it looks like a piece of armor, like we see on, on the Avengers or some other hero that, that the kids uh, read about and watch in, in movies. So Paul is saying, put on the armor of God. What is that armor? The ability to resist evil. And hold your ground. This is marching orders. This is the Bible. This is God's word. Telling us to be fighters and hold our ground and put on armor and stand fast. The words are so beautiful. They're, regrettably, they're necessary because of the idea of evil fighting us and us fighting evil. But hold your ground, tie up your, 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 yourself, put your weapon on, and be clothed in the righteousness of a breastplate. Just drop the words of armor and keep the words that are describing them righteousness. And your feet should be ready for the gospel of peace. Where we go, how we relate to one another, hold as a shield faith. Isn't that interesting? I think that's so beautiful. I mean, regrettably, for the necessity of avoiding evil and fighting evil, hold a shield, faith. When we leave here, take that faith with you. Let it surround you. You don't need a metal shield or an armor that is you know metallic and male. No. Surround ourselves with the gospel of peace and faith as a shield. Why? To quench the flaming arrows of the evil one. This should be in today's paper because the arrows of the evil one are being shot. In France, today, as an example, in Nice, in illness, in hospitals throughout the world, in COVID, in, in riots, that's all the flames of the evil one. And I don't care if you what political party you're part of, that has nothing to do with it. Anybody could be inspired to be evil, and we have it in our world. And, and illness is part of Satan's plan. As we know, our theology says God created everything perfect, and it was up to us to keep it that way as stewards of creation. Somewhere along the line, and we blame, quote, Adam and Eve, man and woman, defied God, as Lucifer had, defied God. My will, not your will. They're arrows arrows of flaming evil. And he encourages us to do what we're doing here with prayer and supplication. Pray for every opportunity that the Holy Spirit fills us. And pray for one another. Here in this church, for the friends and family at home, people on the street, pray for one another. When we see things that might even smatter of evil. And poverty is part of that. Pray for the victims. Pray for those who are surrounded by evil. Whether it's illness, anger, vengeance. Pray for the victims. Pray for the perpetrators. What do we say? Pray? Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit can change our attitudes and change the face of the earth. He's in chains as he writes this to us. But he says, I have to speak. I have to have the courage to speak. And we as Catholics have to have the courage. We do have the courage to live out our faith, defending ourselves against evil in all of its forms. And now let's use that courage as we leave and go into the world again.
0: Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev.